Hello, and welcome back to Two Chatty Gals. My name is Marley. And my name is Maria, and I'm no longer on an airplane. And for that, we are grateful. We're so grateful. Uh, uh, yeah, grateful, yeah, uh. I love your cheer. Toads. Maria got back from the wedding. The wedding vibes. Oh my goodness. Yes, I got back from California a day late. I'll tell you all about it. Day late and a dollar short. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, many dollars short. I forgot how expensive California is. But yeah, I got back last night at like, I think like 11-ish. And now I don't want to be on an airplane for a long time. Well, we're going to talk about airplanes. But I did want to say <laughs> one thing about the wedding. And just for some of a recap of our comments. I said, people who wear bright fire engine red to a wedding should be put in jail. Are you going to hate that there was red in my dress? There is like, if, like, let's see. I feel like, yes, your dress was super duper cute. It does not fall under the category of bright red fire engine red dress to a wedding. Thank you. But it touches the space. Um, I asked the bride and she I said know. she loved it. So no, that's it's it cute for me. Thank you. I want to wear it again. I need to wash it. There's definitely so much alcohol on it. I, but it was, it was so cute. I want to wear it again. I loved it. Also, I cut my hair since I've last spoken to the listeners. That's so true. Chopped it right off. I did. As long as I like the way you styled it way better than the way the hairstylist styled it. (gasps) No, I love the way she styled it. I tried to recreate it on Friday before I met everyone. And I think my hair was just like a little bit too frizzy for that. And I ended up just putting it up because it looked weird it ended up by the end of the night it looked better when it was pushed back in the headband but at the beginning of the day it was not as cute as I wanted it to be I got one of those um crimpers it's okay it's like a it's like a it's like a beach my thing's called a beach waver it's not a beach waver it's like a it's like a big crimper like zigzag or like curvy no it's it's not like the 2000s crimpers it's like a larger like the crimpers are larger and so it kind of gives you just like waves and it's like a barrel it's curved it's not zigzag yes no correct okay cool no um tbh the way the girl styled it looked awful <gasps> i loved it i'm gonna no. try to do that but i don't know how to do that no the way you styled it was so much cuter the day of the wedding um i don't know i just remember like not loving the way it was styled in the photo that, that very first photo you sent me, um, Maria was, like, posting teaser pics on Instagram. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, Oh, yeah, because I didn't tell anyone. The only person that knew was date. Well, so this was, like, a month ago was when I first had the idea. And it was just, like, something that I, like, spit out of my mouth. And I was like, oh, I don't – did I – like, do I want to say that? Do I actually want to cut my hair? And then Dave and I had the conversation of like, well, do you actually want to cut your hair? Like, what are the pros and cons? And then I was like, I think I do. And then I asked the universe for a sign if I should cut my hair. And my sign was a ladybug. And I like forgot about asking the universe for that sign. And then the Sunday before I cut my hair, Dave was in the kitchen and he was like, Maria, Maria, there's a ladybug. There's a ladybug on the ground. Cut your hair. Text Becca. So then... We found Aww, a ladybug in the kitchen. Dave. So then I texted Becca and she was able to get me. I was really thankful that she was able to get me in before the wedding because I felt very strongly about needing my hair to be cut before I met all these people. Because my name is sure. Maria and I need it now. Yeah. And I think you're the definition of that. 
luckily I texted her Monday morning and she got me in by Tuesday. But yeah, literally no one knew besides like Dave. My parents did. I didn't tell my parents until I saw them on Wednesday. That is crazy. No, I guessed. I said you're like, you're doing something with your hair, which I'm so thankful because you know me. I'm like, Marie's meeting all these friends. I'm so happy. Like, but like, where do I rank? Because I'm a psychopath. I'm a psychopath. And I felt sad that I was in the same state as you and didn't get to see you. But also LA and Sacramento are like Yes, so they're too far apart. And I believe I was doing something. I'd work. That's what I was you doing. You'd worked a wedding over the weekend, didn't you? Yeah. Uh no, it was an event, like a wine event, and mm. TBH, the people at the winery, sucked. So Um, did you post a story about how the peop the pe- the people like yes. weren't doing their things? Yeah, I saw that. Yes, the energy was so bad and like I the way I put it on my story was like, I've worked long days before where, you know, your team is awesome and the days are long, but like, it's fine. But I worked five hours with like anxiety and like shitty team, not my team. My team was great, but like my team was stressed the fuck out because of this other group. Mm-hmm. And I was so dead by the end of the day. You're, you're exhausted from the energy. That's how I felt in the airport after. Yeah. Monday, exhausted by everyone else's energy. I'm fine, but everyone else has drained me. Yes, totes. Let's, well, you, you've touched on it. Let's touch on, let's, let's hit it hard with the hammer. Give me your yay. California. I said this to Marley and I have said this to a couple people who have asked me about California. I am like not in a place to talk about it yet. I am on such a high from the trip and I haven't experienced a trip like this in so long. There was one trip that I took, a mission trip with my like best church friends when I was in like eighth grade where the same thing happened. I spent so much time with them and you come home and you're just like not with them and you no longer get to hear their voices and you don't get to wake up next to them. And I am still on the high of the trip. And if I think about it or talk about it too much, I immediately cry because I had just such an amazing time. One of the girls, Shy B, kept saying, because some of these people I had literally never like spoken to. I think I had Snapchatted maybe a handful of times with a few of these people. I had FaceTimed a decent amount with a few of them, but some of them I'd literally never spoken to. And now I like have a matching tattoo with one of them. And I foresee myself being friends with them for a very long time. And so what we kept like running back to was that our souls knew each other already. Our bodies just hadn't met yet. I thought that was so cute. That was it's your caption. So, it was very, so very cute. accurate to how the weekend felt. Everything felt so familiar. And I just had an absolute blast. And which leads me also into my oive. Can I do my oive now? Um, yeah. It's not yeah. even like the, it's not even the time change. I'm just freaking tired. I am so tired. I woke up at like five on my first day there and then at like 5 30 on the next day and all the midwest gals were all waking up early and so we started our days early and then we didn't go to bed until late and then the airport story that i will tell before we get into our topic just absolutely drained me and so i slept for so long last night i took a two-hour nap in the middle of today i'm a tired girl tired girl tired gal just a tired gal, a tired chatty gal. I'm excited to go to bed, but I'm also not, I'm no longer tired because I took a two hour nap and then I ate dinner. So just, just being a tired gal over here. Just tired gal things. Just tired gal just things. Just post 
vacation gal things. Post-vacation. That reminds me of, like, the bachelorette party weekend and the, like, that feeling of, this is so amazing, I can't stop, reminds me of when we released the podcast. <gasps> that was such a fun day. That was so That was fun. such a high. But yes, so I lived on a high for one, two, three, like, four days. Yeah. And now I'm crashing. She's crashing. My yay is I went to the farmer's market with baby hay. I got some awesome pasta. It was very good. Ooh, yum. Oy vey. Oy vey. Oh, my moment with the property manager. Yes. To the apartment? So, yes, it was about the apartment. So I emailed the property manager. I'm like, hey, like, I need this thing for, you know, getting parking with the city. You know, when should I expect to see my lease? And she replies, like, not until August 8th or 7th. And I said, what? Excuse me. I respond with so many typos in this email. And I'm like, um, well, from my understanding, I'm moving in this day because I'm paying this prorated rent. What the fuck changed? Mm-hmm. Like, and I go outside. I call her. She doesn't answer. I leave a message. And I'm like, hi, this is the second time. Because I called her last week about the same original problem I emailed her about. This is the second time I've called you. I haven't received a voicemail back. Like, hello, uh, moving is already stressful enough and I just need some reassurance from you. Please call me back. Minus the attitude, add franticness. That's how it sounded. (laughs) Please tell me she's called you back. She called me back like 10 minutes later and was like, hi, Marley. I'm so, so sorry. Like, did I freak you out? And I was like, yes, yes, bitch. You freaked me out. Like, I don't have a place to live after the 31st. What are you talking about? Like moving in? Well, long story long, there's a girl named Marlene also renting from the same property manager. She was, I just got you confused. I'm so sorry. Like we talked a little bit. She like tried to get me into my apartment sooner, but like, I don't need to get into my apartment sooner. I, it's perfect the way it is. Kind of hard Um, to like Oh. But I told her, I was like, but I would like to see it as soon as possible. So as soon as I can get in to view it, I would like to. Um, yes. And I don't have a favorite thing this week, but I am setting a goal of start moving. Because Yay. I have not done anything and I only have 24 days. You can make like a good plan of like on this day I will do these things yes, and on this day I will started. do these things. I've written it down many times the plan. Oh my goodness. So now I just need to execute. Execution so vibes. Oh, I don't like that I said that. Um, <laughs> vibes that you will execute your plan. Yes, execution vibes. We're, all, we're just all about the execution vibes over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what you wanted to do to the airplane and the airlines. Executed. I don't know. Well, like, well, yeah, I wanted them. I thought you meant like I wanted to execute them. No, I just wanted them to execute their things. But I don't have a goal. I do have I, a favorite thing. You weren't thing. supposed to. Okay, I know. You had I'm a favorite sure. thing. I know, I have a favorite thing. Um, oh. I got a little Monstera tattoo on my arm. Um, Shybe has a lot of really cute, very thin line tattoos like on her arms. So we were just like talking about tattoos all weekend. And I already had a thought before I got to California. I was like... I wonder if anyone will like want to get a tattoo on the day after the wedding. Like that would be fun. So I already had that thought. And then her and I came up with the idea and we were tossing around what we wanted to get. And her and I bonded over like plants and crystals and all of my like woo woo things that I love. And at the wedding, there were crystals and monsteras. 
And so she was like, why don't we get a monstera? Because that reminds us of the wedding, but also we love plants. And I was like, love that. And so she found like a thin line monstera little outline and we called around to some places and then we got it done. It's like a really pretty dark brown ink. She mixed some colors for me, which I'm very thankful for because I don't like the color of normal tattoo like color on my skin. So it's a really pretty brown. And then after we got it done, there was a Western saloon next to us. So we like wandered Western. in. There were like little like push push open Western doors. Saloon you know doors. Yes, yeah, saloon doors. That would be fitting in a saloon. But we walked in and the owner like acknowledged his little like bartending lady and was like, go card them immediately. And they carded us like very quickly. They were very concerned that we were underage. And he ended up approaching us and being like, you're not from here, are you? And we're like, and he was talking to us and we told him that we're teachers. And then he like just went back to behind the bar and was like, nice talking to you, blah, blah, blah. And a couple minutes later, he was like, hey, teachers. And he had shots for us on the bar. And he was like, these are for you because all of you are teachers. And we're like, thanks. Aw, Prez. It was cute. It was, really, it was a really cute moment. So it was a good, what was that, Sunday? It was a good Sunday. Nice. So exciting. And Aww. then Monday happened. <laughs> And then there was Monday. And then there was Monday. Luckily, everyone else got home, like, without a hitch. We sent some people home on Sunday night on some red eyes. We sent a gal home at 3.30 a.m. on Monday. And then it was just Zach and I. We had around the same time flights. So we just, like, got Starbies and sushi in the morning and then headed to the airport. I am already a mess. I'm already crying in the airport because I am just on emotional overdrive everyone is posting their pictures and their videos and everything from the weekend and I'm just so emotional and then I get to my gate and I'm supposed to board and they're like there's a service issue we need to service the plane it was supposed to be done at this time we're gonna do it this time instead we're gonna delay like 15 20 30 minutes I was like okay whatever my connecting isn't till like later I've got it it's fine the countdown for the boarding goes down to zero. No announcement. Countdown reappears on the screen. Another like board in like 20 or 30 something minutes. Countdown to zero. Nothing. No announcements. Jesus Christ. The screen then shows like flight closed or something like that. And my app reflects that the plane has taken off. And I'm like, I'm being gaslit by my plane right now. Like, this airline is gaslighting me. Like, no, you didn't take off. So I go approach someone else and I say, hi, just double checking. Like, that plane didn't board and no one got on it, right? And they're like, yeah, no, like, I'm in the same boat as you. Like, the plane did not leave. So finally they came on and say, yeah, there are more issues than we thought. The plane is not here. Um, if you have connectings, you're probably not going to make them. If you want to wait around for this flight, go ahead and wait around for it. Otherwise go get in that line to have American airlines change your flight. So I go get in the line. This line proceeds to be two hours long. Jesus. I stood on my feet for two hours. I will say the time passed very quickly. I made a friend that was on my same flights and like around my age. So we just kind of chatted. I was very calm this entire time, like very unbothered. Like, a little, like, ugh, come on. Like, you cancel my flight. But, like, so unbothered that I was just observing everyone around me be very bothered. And, like, rightfully so. I'm sure someone had something to do that was very important and that made them feel frustrated and flustered and frazzled. But no, I was totally. quite unbothered. You, you were in, like, the perfect time. Like, it wasn't your flight there. It was your flight home. 
you know. Yes. If you it was didn't to have many priorities. On either of the flights. I'm glad it happened on the way home. I would have been beside myself if it was on the way there. But I chalked it up to like, there's a higher purpose. I wasn't meant to be on those planes. Whatever. I'll just fix my flights. So I ended up getting a hotel voucher for the night at like a bougie hotel. It was very nice. And then I postmated Uber Eats to myself. Food, vegan ice cream, watched The Bachelorette, went to bed, got to the airport on Tuesday, did all my flights, got home. Now I'm home. But like, woo. Yeah. It was a long 48 hours. Big pains, big pains. Okay, let's kick it off with from the people. I want to hear from the people. Yes. I posted, how do you feel about airports and flying? We've got quite a few responses. A common one was anxiety. Okay. (laughs) Anxious but fun. Anxiety being at the airport. Flying is okay. Just poor air quality and bad food. Um, actually, they use hella nice air filters on airplanes. It's very safe and very good air quality. I hear that. It's just muggy. I don't like that it's muggy. That's that's annoying. A lot of love, love airports, have, airports have no rules, people watching is top tier, I only book window seats, um, makes me excited, another people watching, flying makes me a little nervous, love airports for the last few years, I've been terrified of flying, but I recently beat it, aka talked about it in therapy and she helped me cope with my flying panic disorder. Love. That's we so love nice. That. How do you feel about airports and flying? Love. I love I love being in airport love in an airport by myself. I love Same. flying. I time in an airport and in an airplane feels so like suspended and not real. I will say every time there's turbulence, I think I'm gonna die. I love turbulence. Ooh. No, thank you. Why? I don't Why? love it. That's probably the wrong word. It's a little like a, de- but- a little adrenaline rush for you. E- Kind of. I just feel like it's not a full, it's not a, it's not a packed, or not packed, but like, it's not a complete flight without a little bit of turbulence. Like, I know in my head that like, turbulence can't bring a plane down. Yeah. But every time it just like, jolts a little bit, my heart sinks and I don't like that. But I love traveling. I love flying. I don't usually feel any anxiety. The only anxiety I feel about the day of flying is like, the actual getting to the airport moment and no. like, I don't know. The only actual anxiety I, I feel is at baggage claim. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I usually don't check a bag. Do you have an airport routine? 52% of you said no, and 48% said yes. And those that can said I hear, yes, I... Yeah, can I hear some of these? I needed to know your airport routines because I love routines. Okay. I'm super, I'm, <laughs> I'm super organized and get there early enough for at least one drink to relax. I always go check out my gate and then come back and get a bagel from Dunkin'. I buy water for the plane slash get coffee and something to eat. Go pee once pre-boarding group starts. Last one is show up early, go through security, have enough time to sit my Starbucks. Okay, so I guess my airport routine, I don't let myself sit down before I get on the plane. I walk around. I just like walk in circles. I usually Very don't get Maria. coffee. I usually don't get coffee before the plane. The only time so I'll you get don't coffee, pee. I yes, I don't. Want, I will not pee on an airplane, so I will not. Do you want to let know myself, a fun fact about me? What? I've never gone to the bathroom on an airplane. 
it's not the actual bathroom that I don't like. It's I usually book myself a window seat and I don't want to have to disturb someone. I hate the like, excuse me, let me crawl over you. Yeah, excuse gross. me, thank you, sorry. I don't like that, so I won't let myself like drink a coffee. I'll usually get a water that I'll drink like towards the latter half of the flight. I'm a camel. So that I'm not so that I'm not like a dried sponge when I when I uh, land. My airport routine. I live right by the airport and thankfully the airport near my home is not crazy so I get there like an hour before that's enough time for me to stroll through security fill up my water bottle at the water fill station and then go sit down at my gate or go get a flight of mimosas at the I'm not a I'm not a drink before flying person. I'm not a I'm not a casual drinker anyways. So no. I'm not a drink before flying person. Okay, have you ever like, cried in an airport? Do you want to know the percentage? Um I'm going to say it's higher on the yes. Higher on the yes. It's 75% of people said yes. They've cried okay. in an airport. That makes sense. I the last time I cried in an airport, I believe was when one of my trips back one of my trips down to see Brittany and I was so, 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 so sad to leave. I did not want to go. I used to cry a lot when I'd have to say goodbye to my parents when oh, never. I was <laughs> traveling back and forth from Ohio to California. And then I cried the other day in the bath. I've learned to go to the bathroom. I used to just like silently like try to like smear off my tears. And now I'm just like, I just go to the bathroom, Maria. Go sit on the toilet and just sob. Like go do it. Silent sobs, but like. Well, that is actually funny that you mentioned that because in one of somebody's, mm, let me see, is it best or worst travel stories? It's in best travel stories. One time, so one time someone worked for an airline and saw me crying. My ex-boyfriend broke up with me. And as I was walking onto my flight, they stopped me and gave me a seat in first class. And then the woman (gasps) said, hopefully this cheers you up a little. That's so, so maybe you sweet. should start crying in the boarding area. No, we're not going to manipulate the the flight people. Jesus Christ. That's really kind, though. That's a really kind Very person. kind. I asked people their worst travel stories. Do you want to hear them? Yes. Do you have a worst travel story? Yes, but it's not my own. It's travel-related, okay. but it's not mine. I... And... I like realistically this shouldn't weigh so heavily on me but it does and I hate thinking about it and when I do it's one of those like ugh like why did I do that it was when I made my friend Brittany late for her flight back home <gasps> oh no and she missed her flight <sighs> that makes sense that it weighs on you and that you would feel like a cringe about it Yes, and I was like, we're going to be fine, we're going to be fine, it's no big deal, like, it's, and it was not as fast as I thought it was going to be, she totally missed her flight, I want to say her parents got really mad at her, but, and, and I say it shouldn't be that big of a deal, because, like, she got on the next flight, it was from Sacramento to LA, like, it wasn't that long, like, but it, it makes me feel extremely bad, (laughs) One time in seventh grade, I flew as an unaccompanied minor, and they overbooked my flight and didn't let me on. <gasps> That's, like, the number one person you should let on a flight. I know. One, not mine, but a good friend of mine pooped himself because he was sick. <laughs> <gasps> oh, my God. 
Oh, getting delayed 12 hours and they gave us dominoes at midnight to make up for it. Honestly, amazing. That's that's a kind gesture. I was nine flying home and almost went to Vegas for Christmas. Home Alone 6. <laughs> oh, lost my purse at the Denver airport. I was and just I never there. found it. Fuck the Denver airport. Oh, I like the Denver airport. No, the Denver airport is extremely va- bad vibes. Hate, I've seen all the conspiracies. Hate, hate, double hate, loathe entirely. Another one of my bad travel stories in another one that I caused myself. I wanted to, I was on a work trip and I wanted to ride the train to the airport with like some coworkers and I wanted to be cool and like ride the train. Yeah. And I made me and my friend literally almost so late and like we had to book it to our flights oh no like book it to our gate is this a trend no i'm not getting on an airplane with you (laughs) i'm in charge of timing on an airplane no i i do not want to travel with you (gasps) why one you just treated me like that so i don't (laughs) want to (laughs) two you told me two stories that were you almost you almost made people miss their flights or you did make people miss their flights seems like a trend one was not my flight not my problem two was my flight and was my problem which is only one flight and i made it okay fair 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 you're bullying me anyway so there was actually a very long story somebody told me in the dms and i do i would like to read it to you I don't think I don't have any like horror stories. I've never had anything like too bad happen. I keep losing my AirPods mid-flight. I keep accidentally falling asleep watching things and then one like launches itself out of my ear and then I have to have the anxiety for the rest of the flight until I can end the flight and either ask people behind me if they see an airport AirPod or like dig around in the crummy little like seat compartments and see if I can find it. I always find it, but like the anxiety for the time that I don't have it is atrocious. No, thank you. Back in March, I was headed back out west and was already sad as hell because I was leaving my partner and my family back east. I had a layover and the layover was further east than where I was leaving from. So I was mad. And a couple next to me was an absolute nightmare. Made the six-hour flight feel like 12 hours long. And they left their overhead bin open in the middle of rough air so they could drink their alcohol they packed in their carry-ons. Every time a flight attendant came over to yell at them, the husband pretended his wife didn't speak English, so the flight attendants wouldn't talk to her. I heard them both speak English after the flight attendants went away, and they would do the right thing for like five minutes just to go back to being shitty. On top of everything else, the landing was rough, I yacked, and my friend's car broke down on the way to pick me up, and I was stuck at the airport alone until past midnight, and to top it all off, when I got back to my apartment, I found how my car battery had died while I was gone. That is so rough. I don't know if I've ever gone into the theory of, like, my own personal, in my own personal life. Like, some people, like, you know, have have rough periods where, like, everything seems so wrong. Mine is like this, girls, where every single bad thing that could happen happens in one day. The universe says, one, no, let's give her all the things that are going to happen in the near future that are unideal. Yes. Like, one year on my birthday, like, my boyfriend broke up with me. I got in a car accident. There was a, oh, yeah, there was a surprise party. It was the surprise party. Ah, yes, that year. Another day that was a day from hell. 
My mom pissed me off in the morning. I had to drive six hours to college. So, and I ended up leaving my, my home early because my mom had pissed me off and I didn't want to hang out with her. And of course she like showed up. And then on, I was like an hour away from school. I got like a $500 speeding ticket. Then I was like, I'm so fucking done with this day. I plug my phone in, put on my rain sounds, put it down. And all of a sudden my phone, like I, the rain sounds just stop. And I follow the, I don't look, but I follow the cord back to my phone and it's in a cup of water. (laughs) And then I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I go try to like fix my phone. I go on my laptop, break my laptop. And I think that was the last... Oh, and I think there was, like, a paper on my laptop that I needed. That's horrific. That is yeah. horrifying. I am so sorry. I'm glad that has that has happened in the way far past. But I'm sorry that you had to have that day. Yes, it wasn't ideal. But that is usually what the universe does to me. That makes me so sad. <laughs> Let's top it off with some best travel stories from the people. Okay. I also don't think I have a best travel story. Mm. Oh, I love this neutral, one. And I'm okay love this one. Pray for this one to happen to me. Okay. I met my now fiance at the airport <gasps> in Arizona at 3 a.m. due to a delay. Hallmark Cute. movie. That's such a, that's such a divine timing moment. The story from earlier where the girl got the first class ticket. And then I was traveling for my birthday and I was getting my free Starbs. Gate was boarding and I had to run and leave my Starbs there. I got on the flight and the Starbs employee hand delivered my drink to me. It was Southwest and I got an emergency exit seat with the extra room, even though I was the last to board, but delivered the drink. That's so beautiful. So kind. I like these. Drinking at the airport whenever you want or after five. Do you want to hear the percentages? Of course. 89% of people says drink whenever you want. I know a lot of people, a lot of people like to drink at the airport. Is it, don't you feel like more drunk on a plane? Like doesn't the altitude like make you feel like more drunk than you would if you like a smaller amount of alcohol make it feel like more? Yes, because of the altitude. But like, I don't know. For me, I have like a full flight of mimosas. Well, I mean, whatever. I have a full flight of mimosas and then I just zonk out on the plane and just fall asleep knowing really me nice. i'd get it i'd get a hangover on the plane or i'd get nauseous i almost threw up no in an but Uber you're the other not day. a drinker so like it's i mean you are but like you drink to black the fuck out and like uh, no no i do not drink to black out i drink i don't i don't casually drink if i'm gonna drink like i want to be drinking for like an event and i want to be like continually drinking like i'm not trying to black out like we are this is not 2016 okay, and i am not in, fine, at ohio will, university anymore. i will rephrase you drink to get drunk yeah there we go thank you unless it's like a good stout i'd love like just like one good stout but not before an airplane those are only one step apart i <laughs> drinking to get drunk and drinking to black out are like pretty much the same i refuse to let myself black out anymore no thank you college maria did it enough times for the rest of my life facts facts on facts you called your tiredness jet lag earlier and i just like i is okay i, I don't felt for which, you, which way but also is jet like, lag? does it matter which way it is or is that just when you're tired from being on planes and different time zones more so different time zones but I don't think a three-hour time zone like makes that much of a difference and 
like your thing was not jet lag like you just had an amazing weekend where you didn't sleep and i'd say it was a mix of like the difference my sleeping habits from the weekend mixed with like the timing of my sleeping from the weekend and like my wake and my like wake and down times but like i didn't get i didn't get tired last night until like two yeah which would have been like 11 and my body was like okay yeah now we can go to bed yeah but also i'm one of those people that just like forces you to go to like brain go to sleep and then i go to sleep no i was so nuts i had to shower last night so i got home i refused to unpack i I will not unpack until probably tomorrow and i was so that goes into like airport travel vibes when do you normally unpack from flights like one to two days after it's never Same. it's never the first 24 hours i'm not that girl most of the time i have my suitcase out for almost a full week everything in my suitcase needs to be washed like i don't even have to put anything away i really just have to put it in the washer and but i need to unpack like my little like makeup yeah traveler thing um i'm just tired from tired from the i think you're just tired from all weekend, the fun probably. all the travel but i wouldn't say jet lag okay that's fine I'm just yeah. tired girl. Uh, tired best seats girl. on an airplane? Where do you like to sit? I love the window. I like the window. I I like the aisle because, like, you don't have someone on the other side of you, and that's nice because then only 50% of you is near another human. And, like, the same on the other side, but you're you're enclosed by the wall. But I don't like the aisle because my head rolls when I sleep. And I'm afraid that I'm going to roll into the aisle and be, like, smacked by someone or something. That happens to me quite often. But I like the idea of perhaps extra leg room and extra, like, breathing room. Front, middle, back of the plane. Um, I don't think I have a preference. I usually am always in the back. That's where I always, like, end up. No, thank you. I think you're, like, most likely to live if the plane would crash. But secondly... I used to be a middle-of-the-plane gal because it's supposedly, like, the most, like, stable part of the plane. Like, you don't feel, like, the, the, the man bumps on as the, much. The man on the intercom when we were experiencing turbulence yesterday, he was like, I know, my, I know not all of you might feel it, but the back of the plane is experiencing a lot more turbulence in the front right now, so we're going to keep our flight attendants not passing out drinks and snacks yet. And he said, like, the back of the plane was having more turbulence. I was like, oh, that's interesting. I never knew that. Yeah, so, like, the middle doesn't really feel the turbulence. But I have recently, in the last couple of years, been a front of the plane gal. Mind you, I fly Southwest, so it's you don't get to pick your seats prior. Mm-hmm. But usually there's seats open, and I always make sure I get, like, early boarding. But I have just been a front of the plane gal because, like, I just like getting off the plane first. How do you feel about people who, like when the plane lands and everyone stands up they like scurry to the front to try to get off first that's annoying i don't like those people either like it's it's, like we all want to get off the plane unless you have a layover and you have to make it but i feel like people who who have those circumstances like verbalize like my layover is at this time like i've got to go and then it's like oh yeah we'll give you grace but people who just like stand up and scurry like we all want to get off the plane i don't like that even post plane standing I'm not sure I'm a fan of, but also I get it, especially for the elderly. Yeah. We're on the plane. I usually like, don't stand. To. They're poor little joints. I usually just sit until it's my turn to get up. 
Do you, you said earlier. Go ahead. Yes. You can take it. Well, I was going to say, do you check luggage? Yeah. So you said earlier that you don't check luggage. And so I, I, there's a, there's an asterisk on that. Oh, continue. Do you want me to explain? Yeah. So I don't check luggage when I get to the airport. Like I don't go in like, this is the bag that I'm going to check. Let me go to the counter. I've only done that once. And that was when Dave and I traveled home for Christmas and we just had like an enormous amount of stuff. I don't go into the airport with the intention of checking a bag. However, I will happily, when I am boarding the plane, if they're like, excuse me, if anyone would like to check your bag, yeah, come up and tell us. Like, take my bag for me. Absolutely. Would love not to carry that around, especially if I have layover somewhere. So I, I won't check it, but I will happily let them check it for me. Okay. And do you do that because of cost or because what? No, because I wouldn't... I'm I'm pretty efficient with packing, so, like, I don't need more. I'd love to, like, bring more because I love options, but, like, I don't need more than I'm bringing. It's not, like, I have enough stuff to warrant, like, a checked bag because I only have one suitcase, so that's the one I'm going to pack in. I do it because it's so much easier to just, like, get on and off planes and around the layovers when I'm not also carting my bag around. I have, like, two hands free, and then I don't have to worry about, like, shoving it into the overhead bin and then taking it out of the overhead bin. You've just contradicted yourself. Why? I said, so why don't like why don't you check a bag? Because oh. you're, the points you just made now are for checking a bag. So that's well, that's why I'd let someone check it for me. But I'm not going to check it because a I don't have enough stuff to like warrant a check bag. B I don't have a big enough suitcase to check a bag. Like I don't have a a bag that doesn't fit. But on you can a plane. check any size bag. So do you not do it at the beginning just because like of cost? Because like. Do you fly yeah, like, airlines why? where like you have to pay for them or just like yes. you don't you don't want to take the time like right when you first get to the airport? Like there's a lot of reasons why you wouldn't, but like I don't feel like paying for it. I don't feel like I need to check a bag because like I can cart it around if needed. Like it's not that big of a deal to me. I would just love to have someone do it for me if they want to. Like that's that like layer of convenience would be nice, but like I'm not going to go out of my way to take time to do it, pay for it. And like, I don't know. I don't feel like it. I guess because I fly Southwest, like, it it doesn't make sense to me because you get two free check bags. And I don't get the whole, like, doing it for me because, like, what? So do you Do you frequently fly Southwest? I frequently fly Southwest. I have Southwest card. I fly United and American most often. And I think they, like, charge, like, 75 bucks a bag. So not paying $75 both ways. That's insane. Yeah. But if you want to do it for me for free, go for it. Yeah. So it's the cost. Because it's like the, cost the and trouble like, I don't, is there's no trouble. There's no There's there's no trouble, but it's also nicer not to have it. And like worry about it. I think we're we're getting mixed up. Like it's it's not troublesome to have the bag, but it's also nicer when I don't have the bag. Yes, and I was saying it's not troublesome to check a bag either oh. when it's free. Like it's, oh, when it's it's not it's not difficult. You just go up to the kiosk, print out your luggage tag, and give it to. I the I don't lady. think I I don't think I knew that some airlines did it for free. I thought you always had to pay for. I it. I think only Southwest does it for free. That makes sense. But I, I don't frequently fly Southwest. Yeah, I'm like, but I live here and I only fly Southwest. That was a. I'm glad we came to a conclusion on that. Yeah, totally, totally. Love checking luggage. I have to because I need options. I don't have um, a carry-on sized bag and 
I have one of those like plastic shell ones that a lot of people have. I have a plastic shell one, but I always expand it. So I got mine unexpanded. I, I had it expanded when I had to switch from the hotel to the Airbnb and then I like squished it back down and she is, she's very full. Yeah. No, I, I need it all. Also, I was watching this TikTok the other day. It was this plus size girl and she was like, have you ever seen those? like videos of skinny girls packing and they only take a backpack and it's like of course you only take a backpack you know you're gonna look good in everything you put on like <laughs> it was so funny so i don't relatable. understand people who only pack in a backpack that i don't get because my back my my suitcase is for clothes and my backpack is for like ipads books toiletries well i mean things. A backpack carry on same vibe oh, just like okay. one small bag and like that's insane. I need all of the options. Obviously, there's more fabric. And, like, there's no way I could just pack in a small bag. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? <laughs> Do you eat or drink on the plane? Yeah, totally. I love – well, again, Southwest, they give you snacks. I don't think they're the superior snack giver airline, but they do just fine. What do they, they give do, you? They do, like, Chex Mix and pretzels. I really like it when they give you cookies, but... The Biscoffs? Biscoffs are so good. I call them airplane cookies. Yeah, they're so delish. I had one of those yesterday. I think I I brought you back a Biscoff one time from the airplane. Did I? I have no idea. I don't don't know. Did I I eat a Biscoff? I think we had Biscoff at some point together. You had something that was Biscoff flavored. I think I brought it to you. No, or you, it was my cookie butter because my cookie was, butter is Biscoff brand. It was your cookie butter. I put your co- uh, Biscoff cookie butter in my ice cream that I was eating that night. Yeah. That's what it good was. Times. I, on my first flight yesterday, they gave me a little like complimentary baggie that had a tiny water, a little bag of pretzels and one of those like stoop waffles. Those Ooh, like stroop with an R. Yes. They have milk so in them though. I couldn't have it. I was, I was, oh. I was like, Maria, how bad of a stomach ache would you get if you ate this? And then I was like, mm, pretty bad. Let's not eat it. But I was like, but what if we did eat it? It has so blood just, in like, it. So I hungry. It. Milk. Oh yeah. I know. From the but my second flight gave me cookies. They said pretzels or cookies or both. And I said, I already ate pretzels. So I'll take the cookies and I ate the cookies. Nice. So I delish. saw a TikTok that, that, um, coffee on airplanes is like, you should not drink it. It's like yeah. so gross and bad. And I always want it cause it always smells so good, but I never do. I don't drink water from time to time when it's like direly necessary, but otherwise I'm not a coffee on the plane gal. I normally get a water. If my tummy's upset, I'll get a Sprite or a ginger ale and that's about it. Just water, just water for me. But I usually pack my water bottle so I I will get ice from the, from the gal, the stewardess. That's smart. I don't know if we call them stewardess anymore, but whatever. I don't think so. I haven't heard that word in a while, but I, that, that's what they are. Right? Uh, flight flight attendant. Yes. Flight stewardess. Do you like taking red eyes? Zach had I no idea what a red eye was. So this is not Where something is he that from? I Where is from? Iowa. Oh, weird. A tiny little town in Iowa, and we took him out in downtown LA on Friday night looking for a club to go to. And man, oh man, was this lovely human just quite overwhelmed by being in a big city, walking around at night looking for a nightclub so sweet so sweet i it was precious i would have given you guys like technically it would have been like through a person through a person through a person hookup but one of two of our outfits were not club attire oh so so uh we were denied 
Yikes. I know. It was sad. It was not my outfit. My friend's boyfriend's cousin's husband uh-huh. is a manager of a nightclub in L.A. And mm. it's the only time I ever went to a nightclub in L.A. And it was so much fun. Because we – there was a line – when they say, like, oh, the line was wrapped around the block. The line was literally wrapped around the block. Mm-hmm. We walked straight up to the front, VIP, and, yeah, it was so dope. We ended up going to a bar, and then Had we a were all... Dom. Oh, fancy. Yeah, it was legit. I talked to him, him because he's the manager. He, like, took us, like, into his office at the end of the night. And I was like, yeah, so, like, what's the markup on this? Like, I was just being such a douchebag. And he's like, yeah, buy it for, like, 300, sell it for six. I was like, you're so cool. Oh he's like, you want to see something cooler? And I was like, yeah. And he gets out a bucket of fake IDs. <gasps> it was so sick. Oh, my gosh. We ended up just going to a bar, and then I had a street hot dog, and then we ordered pizza. Oh, love street dogs. It was wrapped in bacon. Yeah. You could. You didn't eat those here on the street in sack? I don't think so. I don't think I ever had them. I was so hungry. On Friday, I had only eaten at like 7 a.m. And I ate two pieces of bacon and oatmeal because we ended up going to a brewery and I should have gotten food. And then we left sooner than I thought we were going to. So I didn't get food. And then the same thing happened at the second brewery. And then by the time I'm like many drinks deep, I'm like, I haven't eaten since 7 a.m. And then I got concerned for myself. So I ate a street hot dog. Yeah, I love street dogs. But Back Zach didn't know airplanes. what a red eye was. He didn't, he didn't know yes. what a red eye was. And then he called it a red line. And I was like, that's not it. That's cute. Um, Do you like red eyes? I don't really have a reason to take them. I used to love taking them. I don't ever take them. Like, I, the farthest I fly in recent years is L.A. That's fair. Like, that's fair. I, it's an hour flight. I can take it literally whenever I want. If you don't know what a red eye is, it's when you, like, I used to get on the plane in Sacramento at, like, 11.50 p.m. And then if I, like, flew to Ohio or, like, flew to New York, you would get off the plane at, like, 6 or 7 a.m. in East Coast time. The so point you, is to, like, sleep you flew on the plane. Yeah. And you, you don't fly overnight. waste any time of your vacation, which I would like. I like it. I There was one time... I flew to Pittsburgh on a red eye and then I like was awake the entire day and I was quite proud of myself for like making it. But then you like, you sleep hard at night because you are like so tired. I used to put my tray table down and put my arms on the tray table and sleep. Yeah, for sure. Which is like kind of gross, but. Do you, are you a neck pillow gal? Yes, you are. You told me you were. I used to, I have, I didn't bring mine on these flights, although I, they were like middle of the day flights, so I didn't sleep on either of them. Well, I slept, but like not like hard um yes I like my neck pillows but I don't use it as a neck pillow I like cuddle it and cradle it or like put it against the wall and sleep on it that way Mm. I don't have a neck pillow I think it again pertains to the fact that I only fly hour flights but I always sleep on the flight like yes the flight I think you're in the air for 45 minutes and the rest of the time is takeoff and landing and like taxiing Mm -hmm. and I always fall asleep on the plane makes you sleepy yeah that white noise oh primo so nice anything else flight related oh no but i just love airplanes and airports oh your next flight oh yes next flight is august 30th well i think 29th but i i didn't get to talk about my airport pace and 
airport pace. It's get from point A to point B the quickest that you can. People are so slow. I, like, this is an airport. Like, move it or lose it. I do have an airport pace, and you can either put up or shut up. Like, another reason. I do love the moving walkways. Those are always clutch. There aren't any in Sacramento. The airport is too small, but. Denver has so many. Yeah, loathe. I just, just cruise right through the terminals. Yeah. Uh, My airport pace, I wanted to touch on that. And I think we touched on it a little bit, but like, do you, we, we both said we prefer traveling alone. I remember I was in high school visiting APU for the first time and my parents were like, you're going to go alone. And I was like, yeah, like, why do I need you there? (laughs) I, I love being in airports alone. I think it's very soothing. I like traveling with Dave. Neither of us are too like, like anxious in an airport. There are so many signs, so many like directional, like you it's a to b and like if you get lost in the way there is a sign Mm -hmm. and i just love the order of airplanes and i mean of airports like there's so much structure i love that but then there's the the juxtaposition of drink whenever you want sit on the floor it's suspended time it's just like it's amazing it's not real but i think i prefer traveling alone to traveling with people because I feel like other people are very anxious in airports that they don't, like, they're just not on my level. Like, I can only travel, like, I really just like to travel with calm people. There are a lot of different airport personalities and very opposite personalities. I'm quite calm. Yeah, me too. Love me some ports. Love the ports. Love the ports. Love port-loving gals. Well, I think this would be a good time to plug advice. If you need want, any we advice, we want to advise us, you. We want to advise you. If you're worried about being anonymous, we have an email. You can make a fake email account and send it to us. We won't judge you. I've honestly never even looked anybody up who has emailed us. So, very true. Mm-hmm. If you're worried about being anonymous, no big deal. And yeah. DM us if you're comfortable. We just want to advise you. We love giving advice. So email is twochattygals at gmail.com. And Instagram is at twochattygals. And yeah. we are two little airplane gals. So I'll got to workshop that a little bit. But I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And we'll see you. Catch you next Friday. Catch you next Friday. Goodbye. So I tell. Bye.